0: welcome to the community here's your host jimmy apple hello my friends this is jimmy apple and you're listening to a bit of the apple today i got an email that i want to share with you from regina in kansas who wants to know why i always end every episode with the same phrase that remember things can always be worse and that there's people out there striving to be where you're at. Well, I say that because it's true. It's absolutely positively true. I got another email from Tommy from Lakeland. And he tells me that that same phrase to him sounds condescending. That I'm talking down to him. I'm not talking down to you, Tom. All I'm doing is sharing a message. I learned that message a while back. And the reason I learned it is because I was feeling I was feeling really crummy about myself. You know, one of the things that happens to us when we become disabled is that we become frustrated on top of everything else, on top of all the physical pain that we're, we're having to endure. We end up being frustrated because other things become obstacles for us. And I'm just going to use myself as an example. Before my amputations, I had bad problems with my legs and I had such a difficult time walking. And I couldn't really get around too well on my own. I mean, I could get from my house to my car, and I could drive my wife to work, and come home, and then drive back and pick her up, and come home. And that's basically what my days were. This one day, I'm out there, and I left early. About a, I'm about an hour early. So I get to a hijab, and I go around the block. There's a McDonald's, and it's raining out. It's misty, and it's not cold out, but there's a nip in the air. It's that damp, that dampness that gets right through your bones. And as I pull into the McDonald's, I'm going to go in and get a coffee. There's this guy standing there, and he's holding a sign. He says, can you please help me feed my dog? So I'm looking at him. And you could tell, honestly, by looking at him that he was a homeless guy. So I parked the van, and I'm getting ready to go inside. I'm just shutting it off and fixing some papers in the van, and I'm just watching him, and I watch these people walk around the corner from the parking lot. They come towards him, and they walk around him, walk out into the rain to walk back under the awning to go inside. It's like the guy was a leper, like almost like he was invisible. He didn't say anything to them. Like he wasn't begging for change. He was just holding a sign, but he didn't say anything to them. They just walked around, they turned their head, they looked the other way, and then walked right into McDonald's. And, you know, that's the way they are. So I'm I'm getting ready to get out of the car, and I see this little punk kid come out with his paper hat on his McDonald's shirt. And he starts yelling at this guy. Get out of here, he's yelling at him. Get out of here, you and your dog. Get the hell out of here. So I said, oh, I said, he's with me. (laughs) And the guy looked at me, he was the the fella, the guy with the dog. He looked at me like I was strange. And the guy from McDonald's looked at me like I had three heads. So he just walked back inside. And the guy says to me, he says, thank you. I said, you're welcome. I said, what does your dog eat? He says, well, he says he'll eat a a burger. I said, well, what about you? He says, well, I'll I'll get food later. So I didn't want to ask this guy, like, are you homeless? I didn't want to ask him that. I mean, you could tell. By looking at him. But then again, who am I? I don't know. Maybe the guy was working on a car or something. Make a long story short. I went inside and I grabbed a couple of burgers for the dog. I grabbed the Big Mac and a burger for him and a chocolate shake. And I brought him out to him and I grabbed my coffee. And the guy was like, you did not have to do that. I was like, yeah, here, feed the dog, eat yourself. You look like you put on a couple of pounds. <laughs> so we're... Uh we started chit-chatting a little bit, and I asked him. I said, uh, "What are you What are you doing?" He says, "Well, he says I uh, I ran into a little bit of hard luck." I said, "Oh, really?" You know, I, like I said, I could tell I wasn't gonna make it obvious that I knew, but I said, "Really?" He says, "Yeah." He. Lost his job, and him and his wife split, and he was out on his own. Then he came across this dog. Calls the dog Rex, and his name is Bill. And his hands—now you I'm looking at him. It doesn't look—you could tell he was homeless, but he doesn't look like a guy that's been out on the streets for like a couple of years. His hands are clean to a degree, you know. His hair was combed to a to a degree, but just chit-chatting a little bit. So I said to myself. Why don't you go to a shelter? He said, they won't take the dog. I said, oh. And I could understand. You know, some people say, well, get rid of the dog. You know what? If I was ever homeless and out in the streets, I'd be with my dogs. My dogs are my family. And <laughs> here, for example, if I had $3 left to my name and it was a toss-up, do I eat or do my dogs and my cat and my bird eat? My pets are eating first. They're going to eat. Then I'll, I'll figure out a way because I'll always figure out a way to eat people usually disregard animals but this guy here i'm a pet person this guy here evidently was a pet person too And they were partners. You could tell they were partners. Well, we chatted for a while. And I said to him, I said, what kind of work do you do? He says, well, he says, it's kind of hard to find a job right now. And in Pennsylvania at the time, it was kind of hard to find a job doing anything. So he says, but I make ends meet. He says, I wash cars. I sweep. I do what I can. I make money here and there and everywhere. And he says, when I get enough money together, he says, I usually rent a room at the hotel down here. And it looked like the hotel I passed. It looked like one of those hotels like that. um, um, have a parking meter on the headboard, you know. <laughs> so he says he'd rent it. He'd go inside, take a shower, change, maybe lay down for a couple of hours, wash his dog and like sleep inside for a couple of hours and go. And as soon as his money ran out he was back out on the street and I'm listening to this guy. And I'm thinking to myself, here I am, I'm bitching. I'm bitching because I'm stuck in the house. I'm down to one car. And here's this guy. He's out on the street with the dog. So I said to him, I said, So where are you gonna sleep tonight? He says, I'll find a dry spot. He says, and then we'll camp out there. I said, What do you mean? You <laughs> we're in the middle of Scranton, Pennsylvania. What do you mean you're gonna find a dry spot? Yeah, he said, I'll find a dry spot. He says, then no, we'll camp out there for the night and tomorrow's another day. I was like, You gotta be kidding me. I said I said, can I give you a lift somewhere? And he looked at me. I would have looked at me, too. Here I am. I got long hair. At the time, I got a beard and more tattoos than I should have. (laughs) And he's looking at me. He said, no, 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 thanks. I'm saying, yeah, come on over here. I said, I got that gray van. I can give you a lift. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't get in in a van with me, either. He just took off on his own. And I watched. I watched as him and his dog walked away. And there was a partnership between him and his dog. There was a partnership. He had the dog on a on a piece of rope, rope about six feet long, and had the loop around the dog's neck. It wasn't tight or anything. And on the other end of the rope he had another loop that he put around his neck so before he left i said i said look i said all i got on me here is i got another 10 so i gave him the 10 he he says no i i can't take that from you i said take it i said you know I, I i you know i said i got more money at home but i said take it this way you have some money to get around maybe you know i'm thinking in my head i wasn't gonna say it to him then maybe you can get a get a hotel room tonight it's raining and he was like very appreciative shook my hand the dog was very friendly i said you sure you don't want to ride no 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 and he put the loop like I said he put the leash around his neck too and the two of them just walked off and I always remembered him I always remembered him and I thought to myself at one point man <laughs> I'm bitching about having one car and here's this guy he's got nothing it's just him and his dog and he's got nothing but he's making doing he was happy that was the thing he was happy you know fast forward that to a few years later and they're telling me they have to amputate my foot and I'm thinking, how this, is, how can this get any worse? How can it get any worse? You're gonna amputate below my knee. And the day that I was going in for surgery, I thought about Bill and this guy, this guy's dog Rex, and I was like, wow, you know, it's still. I could be in his position here. I'm gonna go. This day they gotta do this. I'm gonna be here for a week or so. Then I'm gonna go home with my wife and my family, and you know, and this poor guy is still looking for a dry space to camp in Granton, Pennsylvania. I don't know. You know, it comes down to the point that we get we get so frustrated as being disabled because we go we go from money wise, for instance. Maybe you're making 3000 a month. I'm just going to throw out numbers here. You're making 3000 a month. Now you go on workers comp at, or disability and now you're only making 14-1500 uh, a month. You're making half of what you were making. And now you have to really pare down. You really have to tighten the purse strings. And you start bitching. You know, before this, you had HBO, Showtime, all the pay movie channels. But you can't afford them anymore now. So now you have to get rid of them. You still have TV. You just don't have the movie channels. Think about the other guy that has no TV, period. You know, again, things can always get worse. You still have TV. So the thing is, you have to be happy with what you have. And you have to work towards... Doing better and here's the thing if mentally you're you're upset mentally if you're frustrated and you're you're always twisted mentally about things going wrong and you always feel like things are going wrong you're never going to get better physically that's the truth you have to you have to feel good about yourself mentally to be able to heal yourself physically ask any doctor a negative attitude is never going to help you heal it's never going to help you heal right You may never have everything that you want. That may never happen, regardless of whether you're disabled or not. It may never happen, but here's the secret. Make sure that you want everything that you have and cherish it, polish it, nurture it, grow it, hold on to it. That's the secret. And keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward because people are going to look at you and say, I wish I had what he has. And there's always going to be dark days, no matter what. No matter what, you're always going to have a dark day. But your dark day may be a ray of sunshine to somebody else. It all depends on how, how you look at it, how you view it. So no, Tom, I'm not being condescending. I'm just trying to spread a message. And Regina, that's why I passed that along, because that's what I've learned along the way. And I want to share that with others who sometimes you just feel like you're you're, you're in a hole and you're scratching trying to get out. And you feel by, like you're by yourself, but I want you to know we all go through that. Everyone that, goes, that becomes disabled goes through this, so you're not alone. Listen, thanks a lot for stopping by today. And remember this, things can always be worse. That's right. Right now, somebody is wishing and striving to get where you're at. So things can always be worse worse. Listen, we're going to talk more about this on Friday. We got a good one coming up for on Friday. We've got a couple of topics and that that's all I'm going to tell you about Friday right now. Yeah, make sure that you're there. So thanks a lot for stopping by and talking today and we'll talk again on Friday. Have a great day. This has been a bit of the apple and my name is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to an apple a day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.